You think I'm creative? I know you're creative. I know everybody listening is creative. How are you going to get there? Part of how you're going to get there is we're going to take the mystery out of it. Hey, it's Alex Bogusky. We're in my office. We're talking about a new podcast called The Shed. We hope to be in the shed soon. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do for a podcast. How are we going to blow up advertising? How are we going to change the process? Join us. Thanks for coming on the show. We've got Adam Chasnow, Executive Creative Director. Joe Core, Executive Creative Technology Director. Well, this is a good place to start. We thought it would be cool to have a place where we would have all this stuff set up all the time. And we're calling it The Shed. So it's about taking clients out back behind the shed. Is that? Oh, is that yeah. The There's idea? also that. There's that. We haven't <laughs> explored that, but like the whipping. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be 10 by 10. Cool. It's got a door. It's modular, so we can take it apart and we can move it. Um, and we can open it up. We can make it wider. It's going to have uh, acoustical tiles and stuff, so it sounds good. And if we and if you have like a notion, so once it's set up, mics are set up, boards set up, cameras set up, you're like, oh, I had a great idea. We should do a show on this thing that's making me crazy. Boom, we're in there, and we're doing a show. The show format that, that we're playing with is, hey, I want to come in, pick your brain, right? All the pick your brain brands and small companies, they got six minutes to like tell us about their brand, what they're all about. And then we as a group, you know, usually like two or three of us have 10 minutes to react and give free advice. That'd be really fun. Yeah, and then cool. each of those shows, as it goes out, you can vote for brands, right? Because at the end, one of the brands gets a makeover, the design group or the ad group or whatever. They get what they need. But the main thing... With any good podcast, right? It's like, where can you add value? You know, yeah. like what's the white space where what we do, what we know can actually have value and be entertaining, but it's like, it's more than just entertaining. There's funnier people than us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, it's interesting because it, w- it wouldn't be like a consistent way of solving problems. It would be right. eclectic. Some will be argumentative. And some will be appreciative, and some we won't have good ideas for. And well, some of the know, products will be crazy that they're just telling us that they're doing. The ultimate idea of the shows is saying, "Hey, creativity is is something that everyone can do. You, we're going to give you the courage to do it. We're going to give you the tools to do it because creativity in our world isn't like a nice painting. It's it's an idea that then goes out and actually accomplishes something. So it's commercial art, right? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so if you in your world need to accomplish something with your bake shop or whatever company you've got, we're going to be teaching you how to do that through the process that we'll be going through. Well, we also get to invite brands that we want to work with too. It would be kind of fun. And we can invite clients who we've got or clients that we admire to sit on panels with us. I like that part because then we can really get the, the marketing gurus of the world to be be exposed to how we think, even if they're not asking us to do any work with them, but totally. I think, you know, you just, you give, you give, right? This is, this is the free part of CPB. And we obviously can't do the exact same things, but we can use the same processes. And if we're very generous with it, then I think people will find value and then we'll just, we'll have listeners. Right. Yeah, I'm glad that this is what it is because I was imagining it was just us lecturing people on stuff, and that's how the freemium thing worked. You can get a yeah. lecture on, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, Twitter marketing or something. You know, but this is way cooler because yeah. it's, in theory, it's uh, the case study that hasn't happened yet. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, and also it's like we get to make more work. 
at the end, if we actually do a real makeover or we do a real campaign and then we're presenting the campaign, that's really tense, right? I mean, in our lives, some of those go well and not all of them do. I think that's a funny show too. That'd be funny. You know, just cutting to that client's face when we're presenting the thing that like, uh, unfortunately they hate. So you, what, what are you seeing really mainly kind of more startup-y kind of companies for this kind of thing? Like, who do you think Those the would be, spot? they'd be mostly, yeah, startup stuff. We're just sort of starting there because it's better to give free advice to people who can't afford it. Right. Mm-hmm. Probably than to give, in my opinion, than to give free advice to people who just don't want to pay for it. Right. Who's the audience that we're really talking to? That's a question. Who do we want to have as listeners? Clearly, like anyone who's in that kind of world, whether they're in a smaller, the, the startup world or they're real or bigger marketers then see that there's another way to look at these problems than the, the big old fashioned dinosaur. But I also think the audience will be the kind of people we want to be working here, solving the problems yeah. with us to see like, yeah. wow, this is how these guys do it. It's not like here's a brief and go, go in a room and solve it and then meet with some communication strategist and let's go back to a meeting. This is like, it's pretty, all, all this new stuff that we're working on doing here is really exciting to people that have been kind of programmed to do something either a agency A way or agency B way. Yeah. And I think marketers too, you know, the Unilevers of the world, the 3G companies, you know, they all have certain processes and this type of way of working that kind of kind of sets you back years if you stay at a company like that too long. Yeah. So I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah, be really cool. The process thing is also cool, you know, like just breaking down different processes. Yeah, I think blowing it up is cool. Blowing up old processes. Yeah. I mean, there's yeah. always something that's cool in a process that, that someone does. Really, I like that part of how you do it, guys. I'd love to do it so it's not negative, though. But it would be really cool if you could just take favorite work, you know, unbox it in a positive way, mm-hmm. and it's still elucidating, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that takes the subjectivity out of it when you're not just ripping the execution or the aesthetic of something to talk about right. what are we saying here. I'm Courtney Loveman, and I um, co-lead the strategy group here with Jen Hruska. Yes, and I'm Jen Hruska, co-lead strategy. Strategically, like what comes up for you as like us as an organization communicating, who we're communicating to, who we should be communicating to, what we should be talking about, where the tension points are, you know, I'm going to throw it to I'll start with you, Jen. Um, for me, I think, well, first and foremost, I think it says a lot about us because it's going to force us to be on our game. So I think having clients come in and have this sort of nimble approach is sort of exciting because it's, it's us tapped into culture. It's us providing insight on, on the spot. And I think that's something we put a lot of thinking into strategy, a lot of digging, a lot of research. And I think the onus is on us to always be tapped in. And this is going to continually push us to do that. And um, so it ups the game. I think it ups the game. We love research. It's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking. It's a little (laughs) uncomfortable in a good way. And it's, and so uh, it feels, my gut reaction is like, wow, that feels cool. And it'll be It'll be fun to see how we react in those moments because we are researchers at heart. So it's and I see like a, a different side of that same excitement, which is um, in a world that's increasingly uh, obsessed with data and research. Um, it 
uh, allows us to use our instincts too, which I think is a really great yin yang shebang um, for uh, for helping people understand how creativity works. It's extremely yeah. nonlinear, and so I think there's a huge risk in over relying on numbers and stats and data to tell us everything we need to know about what's right for a brand and, and a business. And ten minutes like creates this really exciting like let's talk about our instincts like let's trust our gut and then when we do gut plus it adds the data part to reinforce rather than dictate what we really do but we've never had the ability so much to test our hypotheses and so when we can do it and do it live for people and also through that process make take away the fear of like thinking of things Mm -hmm. like you think i'm creative because I have a reputation for it and I've spent my life to it. But you know what? I know you're creative. Mm-hmm. I know everybody listening is creative. And so how are you going to get there? Part of how you're going to get there is we're going to take the mystery out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which would be an amazing accomplishment, I think, if we could do that. Shall I introduce Quinn and, and Dana? This is Quinn and, and Dana. Hi, I'm Dana. I'm a junior copywriter. And I'm Quinn. I'm a creative director. Someday you may be a Quinn. Someday Quinn may be a junior copywriter. <laughs> <laughs> a good podcast actually offers something yeah. that people can't get anywhere else. And so they would like come back because it's like, you got this thing that I need for whatever reason. So the question that we're trying to you know get our heads around is who's the audience? So I think it's like pulling the curtain back. Total transparency, yeah. right? Like what's all the mystery about working here? You know, like can we go pop in the shed because something awesome just happened in a client meeting that's never happened to us before mm-hmm. and we can talk about it in like a surprising amount of detail you know what i mean that would be cool that's cool yeah um and then it's like every it, that's entertainment then all of a sudden people who don't even work in this industry are listening i like the idea of the transparency well i'm thinking maybe it's something for clients something for people who maybe want to start their own business startups so they can see that ad agencies aren't so scary. You know, maybe it helps build a level of trust that we've been struggling to achieve. Um, you know, it really just makes us more human and not these people who are kind of trying to trick them into doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What do we do about, this is a very visual show in some ways, mm-hmm. could be. How do you manage that? Like, are there any podcasts that you listen to or watch that do a good job with that? I mean, all the podcasts that I listen to don't really have a visual element. But with good storytelling, you don't have to have a visual, mm-hmm. right? I don't, I'm not an expert. This right. is the discovery phase. What about sock puppets? Yes or no? <laughs> I, yes, very okay. much yes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Tom Adams. I'm a creative. I'm Danielle Aldrich, and I am El Presidente. I think this is about teaching what we do, Yeah. right? But what we do is applicable to almost every person with every business, which is essentially like, how do you harness creativity and how do you define creativity and how do you measure creativity so you can put it to work for your business? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and stop fearing it, you know, yeah. and stop pretending you're not creative because you are. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to help you be creative and we're going to help you know when you are and when you're not and where to, where to go. Right. Like that, that is culturally relevant for people way out of advertising, What's, I which love I the like. Idea of like can I just finish? I'm sorry. This is my show. Can I think? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> but, but I was thinking like ultimately when we get our groove on, we'll have a curriculum. 
and like we'll use the same set yeah but we'll make programming that that is like a kind of uh i don't know i keep calling it master class which is super like stupid mm-hmm. but it would be uh a pdf that's a book along with like several videos that would be somewhere and it would not be free so there's this that's all free that's free mm-hmm. form that's not a curriculum yeah. you know and you can gain a lot but then there's the program that's 129 dollars yeah. for this series right and you could buy that I mean, piggybacking off of that is just like like demystifying the way you come up with ideas. Yeah. I think creatives are always scared of not coming up with another one because I don't think we know how we do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I know how to dig a ditch. Yeah. I know how to like build a table. But yeah. how do you come up with ideas? I don't know the process of that. And I think it don't, was through, do, through experience I get confident in the process. Yeah. But it's never the same process. Yeah. Do you have certain tricks? Sometimes, but, you know, yeah. sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. True. And so, like, I think creatives get really scared of the process, and that's why you see them try to protect their ideas. I think the other reason, they, though, that I, that I think we can fix because we've got the testing is you get scared. What you're most scared of is bad ideas. Right, right. And when you stop being afraid of bad ideas mm-hmm. because they're just ideas, mm-hmm. if they all can be the same, there's no judgment. I've got, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to generate five and then I'm going to find out what's up with all five of those. And we're going to teach you how to do that. That takes the fear out of it. And then those five start to get better and better. Totally. Because the fear is the brain killer. Right. So then exposing the process and do brainstorms with teams in the shed. Yeah. And just show how, you know, it's just, it's just, builds upon itself. Don't be afraid of the bad ideas because the bad ideas will always lead to something amazing. But it is interesting because I think people don't understand like in the early stages of the creative process, it's about understanding what the, you have to be able to identify the germ of the idea and what is worth sowing and watering and growing and what is not worth throwing out. But you still don't know. You don't. You have to to just go there. The thing that's cool about what we're doing with gut and what we can teach other people to do with gut either ours or other you know Mm -hmm. is that no longer do you have to like basically have a good idea because you're Alex Boguski or have a good idea because you're Tom Adams and you've done it before now you can have ideas and you can find out if they're good like that Mm -hmm. seems Mm -hmm. that seems so worthy and good like people need to know that right yeah people need to know that I we're we're just about out of time I think that's it I think we've covered everything